Hey there, everybody. This is Sean with The Brave Yes Show. Hi, how are you doing today? I am very happy to be back. I took a little, a little sabbatical. Just needed to regroup, get my thoughts together. And I'm coming back with a bang. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my 10 brave business moves that I have made in 10 years of entrepreneurship. This idea has been battling around in my brain for a number of weeks now, uh, particularly when I'm out on my walks. And I've been slowly leaving notes for myself in my, you know, just talking to myself and putting some ideas together. It was really important. It's really important for me to, you know, demonstrate how I model brave business. Um, and, and sometimes I think I take this for granted because I... Being courageous and being brave, you know, even though I might look at myself and wish I was braver, most people look at me and think I'm doing quite a bit, um, that I am really putting myself out there all the time. And I don't think that at all. I think that I have a lot of room to grow in that area. But I also know that I have been doing this for a really long time and I have been making brave business moves all along. And being business brave and saying brave yeses has literally been the foundation of my work. And today I'm going to share just 10 because really I could go on and on and maybe I'll do another episode when I think of 10 more, but 10 brave business moves that I've made in 10 years of entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, again, some of these may not sound that brave to you, but they really were foundational for me in being successful as a business owner, being successful as a creative and a creator, um, and these are the things that if I were to brag about in my, you know, in my own success, these are the things that I would say, yeah, these are these are the things they scared me and they were so good for me. And so the very first brave business move that I want to talk about is I started before I was ready. So number one, I started before I was ready. I started so early in my journey as an entrepreneur that I didn't even know I was a business. Um, I had been freelance writing for a number of years, so I just thought I was being a freelancer. Um, and it really wasn't until about a year and a half to two years in, I was, you know, earning a money, earning income and having, you know, clients and, you know, selling things that I realized I was a business. But here's the thing, I started before I was ready. That's the brave, that's the business brave move. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have everything figured out. I didn't know, I didn't know exactly what I was doing. I didn't have um, all my, you know, I's dotted and my T's crossed. I just started. And looking back, that was probably the best thing that I ever did. Uh, because if I had waited until everything was perfect, until everything was exactly planned out, I probably wouldn't have followed through on anything. Because that's just kind of how my brain works. I like to start things. In fact, as part of my human design and being a manifesting generator, if you're a human design junkie, um, you know, I have to start things. That's, that's how I, that's how I learn. That's how I iterate. That's how I tweak. Um, and so starting is a part of my process. And, 
if I don't start and try to figure things out, but rather try to get the plan all figured out ahead of time, I almost always quit or quit early. Um, so first business brave move, I started before I was ready. Number two, I took imperfect action. Kind of related to number one, um, but, but different. I took imperfect action, meaning I wasn't afraid to just get started and really put things out there that were not perfect. I was flawed. I was imperfect. The work that I created was flawed and imperfect. But I would just not be afraid to put anything out there that I thought was really fun, really beautiful, really interesting. So I was writing things, I was saying things in such a raw, unarmored, untamed way. And you know what? That completely worked. It was perfect. It was imperfect and it was perfect. Sometimes we spend far more time waiting to get things perfect before we release it or before we take the action. And I learned early on, very, very early on, that imperfect action is going to get you farther than perfect, especially because imperfect action just is happening. It's action under, you know, just being taken and being swept away in it. Whereas perfect action, when we're really trying to get things perfect, we tend to hold back. We tend to wait. We tend to sit on our ideas and taking imperfect action was the best business brave move that I have made. And so I'm really glad that I did that. And it's something that I remind myself about a lot these days. Don't get caught up in perfect. Business brave number three. Business brave move number three. <laughs> I got a coach. Now this is the person I hired um, probably in year two of my business. And she was the one who helped me see that I was a business. I didn't know. I had no idea. And she's the one that was like, you have a business. You are a business owner. You are a CEO. You are in charge of your business. You get to make the rules. And so I remember very well that that, that investment in that coach literally physically made me sick to my stomach. It was such a scary number and it also was a huge investment in myself that I had never done before. And it was 100% worth it. It was the best move that I made. She took me from idea, throwing imperfect action to the wall, and being, you know, beginner as a business owner, all the way to having a vision, knowing where I wanted to go, what my strategy was going to be to get there, all the little strategies and skill sets and practices that I needed to do to make my strategy and my plan work. And it was beautiful. It was hard. And it was exactly what I needed. And yes, it was terrifying to spend that amount of money on myself and my business, especially since I didn't know I was having a business. So this idea, right, it was like this side hustle or this hobby. And I didn't know that's what it was. And so to invest that amount of money was so scary and so good. It was really, honestly, the best move. And so now, you know, when I get, feel, when I start to feel stuck, when I start to feel stagnant, when I start to 
feel like I need support, someone to talk ideas through or to make decisions with, I get a coach now and it doesn't, I don't even flinch. I'm just so like, I'm always so happy and thrilled to have that support. So that was business brave move number three. And if you've not worked with a a business coach or a business strategist, I highly recommend that you seek that out and invest in that, even if it feels really scary. Business brave move number four. I wrote and published a book. Actually, two of them. (laughs) So I really don't even call the first one a book, but that is what it was. It was an ebook. It was sold on Kindle um, and on Amazon. And that product literally was what made me a business. It was my first sale. It was the first way I made money. And it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, actually, it wasn't terrible. It was, it was a cute book. It was definitely not something I would brag about right now in, my, in the current iteration of Sean, but it was a, it was a product. And I, and I put it together and I wrote it and I published it all on my own and I sold it. And that's how I became a business owner. <laughs> a couple of years later, I actually planned out, wrote, and published an, an original book um, called Savoring Slow. That was um, a beautiful process. I love that. It was such a popular little book, and I'm so proud of it. And that was brave, putting that book out, self-publishing it, get hiring somebody to do the cover art, and then promoting it and marketing it. You know, it was really a brave thing. It's a brave thing to put your your original ideas out in book format or any format, really. But it was definitely a business brave move um, for sure that I would say definitely changed my business, um, changed me as well. And there's a lot of things that I will do differently on my next book, which I am, you know, working on and trying to plan out. Um, Ultimately... If you have a book inside of you and you know that you want to write a book, there's a, you know, there's a definitely a, some ways that I would encourage you to go with that and do it, you do it differently than I did. But if you've got the idea in you, it's time to make it happen because it is such a business brave move. And everybody has a book inside of them that will match their business, that will align with your business, that will help your business. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to do that. And business brave move number six. I'm sorry, five. Becoming an S Corp. This was huge. um, And this is tax related. And if you don't have an accountant for your business, you should definitely get one. And if you're not an S Corp, you should definitely talk to your accountant about whether or not you should be an S Corp. But this was probably one of the scarier moves that I made as a business. (laughs) Honestly, it was so scary. I remember I just remember being so sick um, when we were going through the paperwork and making that decision and making that transition. And so basically, you know, how what makes it such an investment is that you're basically becoming an employee of your business and you're going to have to pay yourself and this payroll company is going to have to pay you and you are then responsible to cover those costs. So basically it's an investment in you and your work. It's, it's paying you 
when maybe beforehand you were kind of giving yourself money or maybe you're not even giving yourself money. When you become an S Corp and you become the employee of your company, you are now paying yourself officially, whether you like it or not. Um, now, you can always change those payments and, and how much that is. But for me, it's always been an investment in me that I am the founder of this company and I am the one doing all the work and I am the one carrying all of the responsibility. And now I am paying myself a salary. And so that was business brave number five. Totally scary, totally liberating, very worth it in the tax bracket stuff. And make sure that you talk to your accountant about that if you um, are not an S Corp. So that's number five. Number six, business brave move number six, starting a membership community. So um, this was obviously, um, you know, if anybody's been following me for a while, this was my first business. Um, it was a membership community. I had courses um, also, but the membership community really became sort of the foundation of my business. And it happened organically when my people who would sign up for my courses really wanted more. And they just kept signing up for the same course over and over. And so it was clear that there was a need or a desire for something more. And so it was easy for me to start a membership community. It was not scary. But what was, what was scary was inviting a bunch of people in, wondering if they're going to sign up. And that was really terrifying. I remember just, I remember almost the day. I, actually, I remember the day. <laughs> I was, I had sent out the email saying, hey, this is open. I hope that you'll come. And then I took my kids to Target because that's what one does. And I'm in Target and I checked my email and I just remember seeing a flood of signups and standing in the line, getting ready to pay out and just feeling so much gratitude. Now, the cost for that membership in the beginning was so low. Um, you know, so this wasn't a huge financial commitment for people. But I didn't care. I was just so happy to have a community forming. And it was just so beautiful. Um, and it was scary to open up something that was so big and so um, permanent. And as many people might, uh, as many of you might know, I ended that membership community at the end of 2020 after eight beautiful years. I was just ready to do something different. And that's now, um, you know, what's led to me now doing Brave Yes, business strategy and courage coaching for entrepreneurs. So that's Brave Business Move number seven. Sorry, number six. I'm getting my numbers off. This is why I don't do numbers. <laughs> number seven, hosting retreats. Years ago, before the pandemic, before, you know, when I was full of energy, I had this this great vision of bringing women together and um, being a community together for a weekend. And that is exactly what I ended up doing. I think we ended up holding four or five weekend retreats, um, anywhere from 12 to 20 people we had. Um, and we just had a blast at every single one of them. They were just beautiful, beautiful experiences. But they were, it was scary to put that kind of um, pressure on myself to bring people together, to live together for three nights, two nights, um, and to 
offer content together, to be in a space together, to share space together. Uh, and I remember the very first one, I, these poor ladies, they had traveled, you know, across the country, got on the airplanes, it came and, and I had them driving out in the middle of nowhere. And they were ter- they were like terrified. They're like, is she going to like, is she an ex murderer? Like, is she taking us to like kidnap us in the middle of nowhere? Um, it was a, it was a funny joke at the time. You know, obviously they trusted me, um, something fierce and I did not take that for granted. We had a beautiful time. We did yoga and we journaled and we learned together and we cried together and we laughed together. And it was truly one of the best offerings that I ever had. And I would love to get back to doing something like that again for for women entrepreneurs. But that was definitely a brave business move is uh, choosing to host those retreats and then following through on them. They are not easy to do. They are not easy to make money on either. um, And it's not easy to keep them affordable. So they definitely were one of those offers that I couldn't do a lot because after they were over, I was energetically zapped for about a week. Um, But they were so worth it. Every single second of them, they were just so worth it. Okay, so brave business move number eight. I didn't have a plan. And this goes back to starting before I was ready and taking imperfect action, you know, but I have largely in the past, especially operated my business without a plan. And, you know, I have plans now, but back then I really was listening fully to myself. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in a, in a bit. But when you don't have a plan, um, and I'm not talking about like what your plan is for your offers, of course, you're going to have that. But I'm talking about I didn't have a plan for where I wanted to go. And that was okay. It was okay, because I allowed myself to put everything in. And then when I was done, I was done. And sometimes I think there's a lot of uh, advice out there that says you've got to know exactly what you want in three, five and 10 years. I don't know that you need to. Um, I don't know if they need that kind of an extensive plan. You do need to have offers and you do need to have a way to to make those offers work, but you don't necessarily need to have this huge life plan um, decided for you ahead of time. Um, And I'm so glad that I didn't allow that one thing to be a sticking point for me in my business. Again, if I had waited for the perfect plan, I'm not sure that I would be here today. I didn't have a plan then, and it's something that didn't hold me back. So if you are like somebody who's like, I don't, I don't know where I want to be in five years. I don't know where I want to take this business. You don't need to know that. You don't need to know that. You need to know right now, this year, this year, this coming year. And that's about it. If there's a bigger vision, then we'll get you there. But if you're not at that point, that's just because you haven't been able to take the time to really allow yourself to dream bigger. And I know I did not do that. I did not do that. I did not have a big grandoise plan. And I'm okay with that. And I'm glad that I didn't because it was, everything has worked out exactly as it needed to. Okay. Number nine, brave business move. Trusting in my unconventional vision. 
ended up creating probably more than 200 products, courses, workbooks, programs, online courses, retreats, webinars. I mean, 200 might even be kind of low, honestly. And at the end of the day, it was so easy to look at what I was creating and say how it wasn't traditional business, how it wasn't mainstream, how it wasn't what everybody was going to be. It wasn't going to be flying off the shelves. Trusting in my unconventional vision, my unconventional messaging, my unconventional offers, listening and following my heart on that allowed me to to have creative freedom, to create things from the heart, to bring soul to a world that needs more soul. And, you know, I see this now where even in myself, it's easy to think, well, this idea is too unconventional. Nobody's going to want it. But I know it's needed. I know it's needed, but nobody's going to want it. And there's so much of that that we as human beings, we know what we need, but we won't, we're not willing to put the, the money into it. But I learned that one of the bravest business moves we can make is just to trust in our unconventional vision, to trust in our unconventional ideas, because those unconventional ideas are really, truly what is needed. They are healing and they are powerful and they will transform people. So if you are following an unconventional plan or unconventional vision, please do not stop. It is brave of you to keep going with it. Do not quit on it. Do not quit on your own idea. You probably just need to figure out what that core message is and what your positioning is in the market and really start to solidify where and how to find your most aligned people. Unconventional ideas do have a place. They do. So that's a brave business move that I really want to just honor and uplift and celebrate um, both in myself, brave yes, hello, brave yes, unconventional, and for the creatives of this world. The creatives, the creators, don't stop creating soul experiences, joy experiences, beautiful things, just because you think nobody's going to buy it or nobody's going to take it seriously. As long as you're taking it seriously, somebody is going to want it. Brave business move number nine. Similarly, similarly to the last point, self-trust. It was a brave business move. Doing things my way instead of copying others. There was a lot of advice, wisdom that was thrown around over the last 10 years. A lot of it has changed. A lot of it is still there. Some of it works. Most of it doesn't. What I learned was to trust what felt right for me. I didn't copy everybody. I didn't do what everybody else said. I didn't always do what the gurus said that businesses should do. I didn't copy traditional business advice. I didn't copy unconventional business advice. I listened to me. And I still do that. And I work with my clients on doing that. Because at the end of the day, you know your people, you know your offer, you know yourself. And trying to fit that into other people's models just doesn't work. So self-trust 
and doing things my way, huge business, brave move. Then finally, number 10, pivoting. I have never been afraid to pivot. Now, pivoting my business that I had from 2012 to 2020, that was a constant feeling of iteration. That, that is also pivoting. That is, that is pivoting and being ready, right? Ready to pivot. People had to pivot when 2020 and 2019 and 2021, right? Things have just been constantly happening. We're always having to pivot. That is a brave business move. When you are on a track and then you've got to make a change. For me, though, in 2020, at the end of 2020, when I decided to disband and no longer have Abundant Mama, that was a business brave move. That was powerful, scary, brave yes. And I've talked about this before. It was a beautiful, successful business that I had outgrown, that I was ready to let go in order to step into my own wholeness to start showing up in this world as someone more than what I had been, to really demonstrate my skills in other areas. And so pivoting, if something's not working, if you're not feeling traction or momentum, pivoting is brave. That might be slight tweaks or it might be a 360. Doesn't matter, pivoting is brave. And so if you are at a crossroads, or if you're at a place and you're like, I don't know if this is working, there could be, you just need more time, but there could be, maybe you need a pivot. Maybe you need to figure out what tweaks need to be made. Either way, they are business brave. So there you go. Those are my 10 brave business moves that I have experienced and done over these last 10 years in entrepreneurship. And I am super excited to start thinking about what the other 10 have been so that I can bring you a part two because I want to keep modeling to you what it means to be business brave, what it means to show up and be more courageous in entrepreneurship. I want to demonstrate that I'm not afraid to take some creative risks, that I'm not afraid to put myself out there, that I'm not afraid to take up space. And you know that. You've been listening to me a while. So you know that I'm not afraid to do that. But I want to keep showing you different different ways that I am doing this or that I'm doing this to help my clients do this as well. Now, I would love to hear from you. What business brave moves have you made? Can you reach out? Because I want to start sharing those stories on my podcast. So if you have a if you have a business and you've made a brave business move, go ahead, reach out to me via email, let me know about it. I'm going to have you record your story and then we'll share it at the end of our podcast going forward. Thank you so much for listening, for being here today. Um, I'm happy to bring another Brave Yes show to you and I will be back very soon with more details. Don't forget to head over to seanfink.com and get involved. Get on the email list. There's a lots going on over there and ways for you to go deeper into what it means to be business brave, to find your brave yes move so that you can 
elevate your brand, elevate your visibility, and increase your cash. Hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for being here. Talk to you soon.